there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the baby. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracy theories. My name is Luke. I'm Salt. I'm Cam. Salty, it's good to have you back. Hey, how you doing? Whole gang's back together. Oh, yeah. All right. This week, we, we thought we're <laughs> yeah. all back. No little uh, chit-chat, no banters. No, no bants. We're going to get Straight right in. into it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought, focused. Know, I thought it'd be fun. We're at our best when we were laser focused. Anyway, go. As the gang's all back, let's do a fun one about pedophiles. <laughs> no, we're actually, uh, we're, we're doing a little podcast about the Disney grooming conspiracy theory. What is this okay, one, Okay, groomer. Okay, groomer. Jeez. This is the, the conspiracy theory that is red hot in conservative circles in the US at the moment, and soon, I'm sure, to come into our shores, just as every other culture war uh, front in the culture war does. Uh, it's this conspiracy theory that Disney and sort of also by extension, the woke left are uh, grooming children. Uh, There's sort of a playing a, a few semantic games. I think if anyone were to you know, take them to court, they would say, oh, you know, we're using a very broad uh, idea of what it means to groom somebody. But mm. they, they absolutely mean when they say we want people to think that this person is a pedophile. Right. Yeah, yeah. They, they they're sort of saying we're grooming kids to to be part of the sort of trans and LGBTQI agenda that they're also afraid of. Yeah, and they're saying that Disney's grooming them to do this, but they, that choice of word is very loaded with with all sorts of issues. So yeah, yeah. I'd I'd say one of the things it's loaded with is you know the shared understanding of everybody in the world about what it means. Yes. Uh, so they're being a little bit tricky. And yeah, I, th- I think you also, you, you know, you hit the nail on the head, Robbo. It's started out as a bit being about trans stuff. And then as it has gone on, they have sort of revealed the, the true agenda, which is that every single sort of LGBT thing is going to be coming under this attack. Yes. Yeah. What the, the American right are just getting out of control. Right. Eh? Because this, like, this sounds like this would be a fringe theory. Say mm. if we were talking about this mm. in 2014, we'd be like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, an Infowars thing. And Infowars, yep. I guess, has been pushing um, 
you know, there's uh, um, drag queen story time, uh, which is kind of big, and, and some you know libraries where they they'll get a drag queen to read a, a kids book. And Alex Jones has been huge on that over the years, as you know, grooming kids um, to you know whatever. So you know, it's sort of not new. It's it's been kind of bouncing around that world for a while. But the fact that like you know people that are in positions of power, um, senators, and you know mainstream media relative are all in on it. Um, yeah, it's pretty like, oh, right, okay, you're all pretty fucking cooked now. Yeah. Or you're always cooked. You're just saying it publicly now. I did see uh, one of the best things uh, for a while just today. Uh, let me just find it. It was a, uh, a gubernatorial uh, candidate in the States, mm. uh, Candace Taylor, who's running to be governor of Georgia, uh, tweeted the the furry days are over when I'm governor. <laughs> <laughs> so fur- furries are gone. Yeah. The furry days are over when I'm governor. Public school is for academics, not fairy tales. And um, that sort of comes from this, uh, I guess, like a side quest of all of this, which is that you know, there's this massive anti-trans and then anti-gay and lesbian campaign going on. And then just by virtue of existing, the poor furries have gotten dragged into it. <laughs> <laughs> For for absolutely no reason. Look, there are a lot of furries that are, you know, great people. The as a community as a whole, mm. they're they're pretty good. I have a couple they're, in my like streaming community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, don't I don't want to be shitting on the furry community. However, <laughs> there has been a lot of issues over the years within the furry community that it's you know, it's surprising that the it's probably not surprising that the American right is attaching them to this. Mm. Even Disney's well, involved and in, in all that. Well, so where the, where the furries are actually coming into this, though, is that there have been a few stories over the past few months, and I think this even got a run in, like, Australian media, that, like, there were schools that were allowing furry students to have, like, litter boxes and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is- man, that, that is crack for right-wing media, isn't it? That is crack for most <laughs> Like, they're just going to be fucking... What's that Willem? Is it Willem Dafoe? That gif is just fucking hoofing on a joint or whatever. <laughs> and give that to Murdoch Press. Oh, it's Matthew McConaughey. No. Oh, there is that one. Yeah. No, there is that one. There's two. There's two. Anyway, beside the point. Anyway, um, yeah, so this was like a this was a thing that started in the States. The like some crazy right winger, maybe even a politician got up and said, Yeah, I've people parents have emailed me about this. It's like you need to check this stuff out before you say it. Uh, it was a completely made up story, and yet it ended up in the Courier Mail in Brisbane <laughs> that uh, it, had, it had happened in like Brisbane schools, and it's like, of course, that's not happening. <laughs> you can see though, oh man, that that's one of those ones when people say, "Oh, look at this thing that's happening," and then people point out, "Oh, it's, you know, it's not happening at all." Like, don't be fucking weird. <laughs> and then they go, "Well, it could happen." Yeah, I'm gonna stay mad at it anyway. <laughs> so. Th- I guess the origins of the Disney groomer thing. So Disney have become like a real focal point of this whole thing that's going on. So there's this sort of broader anti-trans, anti-gay culture war happening, and Disney is like the new front in it. Mm. Uh, it's all happening because there's a, this legislation being passed in Florida. The, they call it the Don't Say Gay Law, mm. uh, which is about the idea is that uh, they don't want teachers you know, telling kids about gay stuff. That's yeah. Again, there's this massive disconnect between the sort of conversation that I think they imagine is happening and anything that might ever actually happen. 
So what what this effectively shuts down is like some kid in the, you know what kids in class are like. I know what kids in class are like because I used to be a child that went to yeah. a class. And besides the fact that children are naturally inquisitive, the the whole point of school is how long do you go to school for? Thirteen years. Mm. It's thirteen years of every day trying to find something to ask a teacher about so that you don't have to learn things. Mm. Uh, so kids are naturally inquisitive and they know that they can ask teachers about their personal lives. And so they, they like, oh, who's your husband? Who's your wife? Blah, blah, blah. We don't care. Mm. As, as children, we don't care about these things, but we know that we can get people talking. Uh, and so, yeah, I guess the, some teachers are going to say, well, actually, I don't have a wife. I have a husband or I don't have a husband. I have a wife. Mm. It's a bit of a um, the doctor was a woman situation because sometimes uh, a bloke can have a husband. Yeah. yeah. And so that's like, that's the convo that's happening. That's what they do want to shut down. They they don't want gay people to have any sort of public life mm. because they want to make it so toxic that uh, they think that a, like a young gay child will just be like, oh, yeah, that's not for me. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just repress it because that's worked so well over the years. But so I, th- I think that in their heads, though, that they think that uh, someone's, some kid's like, oh, who's your wife? And they're like, well, I don't have a wife. I've got a husband and we love, you know, anal play. We're salad, we're salad queens. <laughs> I, I don't know the terminology, but I don't need you to explain it. You are going to find out the terminology salad queen, Robo, because this was like the fucking funniest thing I saw all day. Uh, <laughs> let me just bring it up. Uh, the Heinz. Source Corporation brought out a, a new source uh, in the UK, like a, a salad dressing, yep. mm. in honour of the, uh, I guess, the Queen. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's called Salad Queen. And somebody tweeted at them, it's, a, you know, it's the Platinum Jubilee edition, Heinz Salad Queen Salad Cream. Right. Yeah, okay, because it rhymes, because um, Britain has something called Salad Cream as a yeah. dressing. And yeah, Delicious. And, and salad queen rhymes with salad cream. And so they put this sauce out and someone tweeted at them. Do you think that when they did this, they knew that a uh, salad queen is gay lingo in the States for someone who likes, you know, eating asses. <laughs> and uh, right. the Heinz Sauce Corporation replied, we did not know that, but every day is a school day. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. They love when is people don't, don't Google things. Because I just Googled Salad Queen looking for some arse-eating gifts, and I've just got uh, the Salad Queen 1 Instagram. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you found what you're uh, looking for? Yeah, it's just salads. Uh, 276 followers. Okay, so the Salad Queen 1 on Instagram is the top result for Salad Queen. Yeah. They only have 276 followers. Are you saying that this is such a common term in the gay industry that – they can't even topple the salad queen one with only that. You know what I mean? Like that's not, it's not, you know, urban dictionary definition of the internet. There's not a, a gay magazine that, that tops that low engagement Instagram account. I think I people, don't buy it. Maybe people just love salad so much that it's uh, toppled it. Yeah. Is it in the urban dictionary? It is. The, was the it first- made? The first thing that come up is 2005, a term used to describe a Marty bitch who presides over the salad bar of any given accommodation refectory provided for first-year university students. Yeah, like, uh, I've just Googled... Oh, the second one, okay, the second one hits. 
When was that made? But, but the, the May 1st, 2022. Yeah. All right. You know Yesterday. what? <laughs> Perhaps yeah. we should call shenanigans. I'm calling shenanigans. Call shenanigans. Salad Queen gay slang and the top result is Heinz. The second one is Green's Dictionary of Slang, which uh, salad is a coward. So, yeah. All right. Well, we've just busted a myth, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Uh, a gay man who enjoys analingus. Yes, but that's the, that's the one we're talking about. That's from, from like, a few days ago. No, this is Green's Dictionary I've never even come across this. Oh, okay. But their good? citation, hang on. This is interesting. This is from 2003. Mm. Well, now we're talking. So yeah, maybe like, it's it's just been that much of a niche uh, <clears throat> community niche term that it hadn't made its way to the Urban Dictionary. Mm. All right. Myth unbusted. Uh, I'm saying myth busted. I don't think this. I think this is way too niche. Like we're actively going and looking for it and we're not finding it really what we're looking for. You found it in 20, 2003. Yeah, but this is some. Green. You have to dig a bit deeper than just. Yeah, Googling you know what it. I mean. Like, if Heinz googled it, they would have got the Salad Queen one Instagram. I Here we think go. no, it's um, salading is on uh, Urban Dictionary. Salading. Oh, I mean, so are we saying any company that has anything salad in their name is is treading on gay slang now? Is that what we're saying? I'm they th- should well, know. Anyway. When I Google the word salading. Mm. The first thing that comes up is the Collins Dictionary. Salading definition, the ingredients for a salad. Hang on. If I if we set Salad Queen, because now I've, I've Googled, I've put quotation marks. I'm just getting articles about this. Also, this entry in, in Green's Dictionary of Slang for Salad Queen comes from a book, Robbo. Yeah. A book that yeah, has been like, published. What book? Gale, The Language of Kings and Queens by Ken yeah. Page, published 2003. Yeah, Cited so like, 385 times. So, Robbo, if it's made it into a book, it's a real thing. It's a very niche book, though. Yeah. It's fine to be niche. Anyway. Hang on. The hang point on. is. We've, oh, okay. I've got a. No. I'm going to cut a lot of this out. <laughs> no, this is good. We're busting myths here. Like, we all have companies, I think, should Google whatever they want to make it. They should Google, like, the name and then sex thing yeah. after it. Because I've I've just set Google search to go first of Jan two thousand first of Jan twenty twenty two to predate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing salad queen gay slang nothing that is from prior to that. Right. So I am calling this. They've been shenaniganed. Shenaniganed. Yeah, shenaniganed. Here is an academic paper from nineteen ninety nine that re- makes reference to it. Read out the reference, please. Um, I'm just downloading the, the paper. Okay. It's so. This is such a large paper that it needs to be downloaded. It's almost a. Is it a PDF? It is a PDF. It's probably the size of a book by the sounds of it. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> All right. This Remember, was sorry, go ahead. Submitted as partial fulfillment for a degree, Robo. Just can you remind me what your degree is in? I mean, the School of Hard Knocks, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Salad Queen, a man who enjoys rooming as part of his sexual activity. Origin, American gay speak. Limited usage in South Africa, where the term rim queen is more popular. Yeah, I think we have to go pretty deep. I'm saying Heinz, you know, the old, oh, they should have Googled it, does not apply in this case. 
Zunpay are well within their rights to use it because if it's only in like two places we can find prior to this. It's on page 99. Well, no, not everything gets put on the internet, mate. Anyway. It does. Yeah. It absolutely does in 2022. Especially sex terms. Yeah. The internet's built on sex terms. And it's on, on, on the internet twice. And we're saying, oh, they should, yeah, come on. Anyway, anyway. Also, I agree with you. People should Google this stuff. I'm reminded of, um, I think it was Westpac who brought out their pay pig. Uh, money-saving program. <laughs> so that one, you know, it's obvious. All right. so, any, so, so anyway, back on track. Back on track. So Disney's become a focal point in this. We didn't never actually said why. So there's this law in Florida, uh, yeah, where they, they think that, you know, they're saying, oh, who's your husband? And they're like, well, yeah, we're salad queens. Um, yeah. That's not what's happening. They're saying, oh, no, I'm I'm gay. And the kids... I'm having a, I'm having a normal relationship with a person who is also normal. And the kids are saying, it's, it's 2022, we understand. Yeah. yeah. It's we 2022, could, been... you don't have to just say you're gay, what are you guys, salad queens? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you guys into? <laughs> um, and also, like, kids notoriously do not give a shit. Yeah. Until someone tells them it's a problem or it's something that you should give a shit about, kids are like, oh, okay, I'm just learning a bit of new information. I don't have much information in my head, so this is a new thing for me. Great. When you guys went to school, did you have any, like, gay teachers? Uh, yes, but uh, n- none would have ever told us that. Yeah. Like, did you care? Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go to school in 2022. Yeah. Did you uh, care about it, though? No. No, nah, same. Oh, no, yeah. My school was pretty fucking brutal on, on one of our teachers. It was right. pretty upsetting to see. Um, and and like, sorry. to be honest, the casual homophobia that I notice even now living in a small town in New Zealand is pretty intense. So yeah, a, a teacher in high school is, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So, sorry, this law is designed to solve this problem that doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and we'll have the, the effect it has is, uh, you know, just to shut down any public life of gay people. Yes, uh, and the reason that Disney's gotten involved is because originally Disney was supporting this law. Right. Like, yes. it, it wasn't like that. They were like, "Oh yeah, this um, yeah, this one specifically," but they were totally in Florida. They were bankrolling campaigns for these pretty far right Republicans who were backing this stuff. And then uh, people found out about that, and they're like, "That's fucked." And they're like, "Yeah, no, nah, fair enough." <laughs> and so they withdrew their support for these politicians and so as punishment i think the idea is that uh if the brand of disney can be associated with pedophilia uh enough that they as a corporation they'll be like well we this is like the last thing that we a company that sort of one of our main business models is having people dressed up as cartoons hugging children (laughs) this is sort of the sort of thing we need to avoid being associated with and so the idea is that they can be intimidated out of having any participation in this public square does disney own fox news now uh i, I don't know do they own fox news no, or is that the same thing yeah have you seen this i'm gonna put a thing in the uh chat have you guys seen this fucking of all the shit disney owns they own a fair oh, bit right. it's pretty vast <laughs> well if, if you're googling it if you can we're gonna say what is it called the company's Disney owned infographic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. They own a lot. Um, it's weird seeing Americans who are apple pie, you know, 1950s when racism and, and this kind of thing was A-OK. Mickey, you know, Mickey Mouse is very much that. And it's weird seeing that being attacked. Yeah. yeah. So 
as a result of this, like they've started out with this thing that, uh, you know, be- because of this law, uh, you know, they're supporting grooming. But then they've sort of had to expand that because that's stupid. <laughs> and so they're like, we've got to find some more stuff to back it up. And so then just, I guess the fact that Disney movies have got some basic representation of uh, like different relationships and things more nowadays. Uh, they're trying to push back on. They're trying to push back on uh, like any sort of uh, gay representation in media they don't want because they have this, I guess it all fits into the cultural Marxism conspiracy theory that, uh, you know, there's this long march happening through cultural institutions to brainwash the children when they're young and so that they'll grow up to be, you know, woke, woke Easter's. Mm. Mm. Did they not just bring up all the shit in all the Disney movies in the past where, like, characters have got boners and there's dicks and stuff? And They absolutely are. Yeah, they, they totally it. are. <laughs> so I guess one of the things that didn't um, really help, or and I'm not saying this person was wrong to do it, um, but Latoya Ravenau, an executive producer for Disney, um, which I'm sure there's... Thousands of executive producers for Disney, right? Tens of thousands. Yeah. yeah. Um, she said, um, our leadership over there has been so welcoming to my, like, not at all secret gay agenda. I was just, wherever I could, just basically adding queerness. No one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. Um, yeah, so I've seen that video. Like, that's all that they put in? Yeah. Like, so there's no, none of the context. <laughs> yeah. Which is... She's, you know, she's talking about, uh, you know, having like two women holding hands in the background <laughs> of a of a cartoon. Yeah, so yeah. The- she's not. She's not saying I'm. We're putting in salad queens. <laughs> she's saying this character is gay, and it's it's not. You know, because Disney over the years has, has been um, taken to task over having bad characters as as queer coded. Um, you know, their villains are all a bit. Um, I guess for lack of a little fruity. Yeah, campy and, and you know, over the top and and, and and stereotypes that are associated with queerness and they're they're quite often the villain. Um think of was it Jeremy Irons and the Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I, she's saying we're actually having characters that are just part of the story. Yeah, it's a it's expanding representation for young people. Because up until yeah, up until quite recently, it was only evil gay children that could really see themselves represented. Yeah, Disney yeah, movies. Absolutely. <laughs> and like, we don't want to take that away from the evil gay children. No. But yeah, so, you, and you can see 100% how the right, the cooked right in America have taken that and gone, ah, see? See what they're doing? They're putting it into the movies. It's funny, like, some of the examples they give, they're like, oh, there was a, a same sex kiss in Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm. And it's like, I've, have you seen that, that kiss? <laughs> Uh, probably uh, I remember it. when I watched it, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Like the funny thing is people to like, I've seen people talk about that in like, you know, the queer discourse. Cause there's this same sex kiss and then it cuts. It's there for like two seconds or less. And then cuts to an alien just being like, Ugh. yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, um, no, thanks. <laughs> and it's, you know, yeah, the, the, it's so interesting when you kind of unpack it in terms of like we can't have that representation, but heteronormative representation we just don't think twice about. Yeah, and I think you know it's kind of weird when you unpack it like that and you go, so what's your thinking by not showing them in there? You, and once you kind of start pulling at those strings, which again they're openly basically saying anyway. 
Mm. You know, and that's kind of comes back to my point of they're not even doing it subtly anymore. It's not a fringe thing. It's just them saying we can't show gay people and they can't talk about being gay. Um, and yeah, that's that's fucking evil when you think about it. I saw the weirdest thing when I was researching for this. Uh, it was like this sort of arch conservative YouTuber. Uh, I was like, it was actually it came out through PragerU, which is like a super right wing YouTube university. Mm. Uh, and they were talking about uh, the whole Disney grooming thing, and they were comparing the new movie Turning Red with uh, Mulan. Mm. So Turning Red is a uh, sort of about this um young Ch- Chinese Canadian girl. Uh, she's going through puberty. She it's like set in the nineties. She's a massive like a uh, pop star stan, uh, mm. and she's struggling with her identity uh, in the sense that you know she feels obligated to her Chinese p- immigrant parents, but at the same time, uh, you know she wants to live her own life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they compare this to Mulan, which uh, also goes into, like, issues of identity and stuff and and obligation. Mm. But because, I guess, Mulan came out, you know, years and years ago, they're like, this is the good message that's being sent in this movie about a woman who uh, dresses as a man, (laughs) Mm. uh, goes undercover as a man to save her village or whatever, which I think actually, like, if that came out now, they would be really angry about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they would use that as an example of... The, the current state of it. Yeah. But because it came out, you know, 30 years ago, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I I read a whole bunch about this. Well, not a whole bunch, but some, some of the right-wing articles about this. Um, I watched a long uh, YouTube, I don't know, a, a really shitty right-wing guy that has hundreds of thousands of viewers. I can't remember his name. He's got long hair. He... He started off by saying how much the Lev loves outrage. Because mm. you know how that's, like, that's their, their catchphrase. While they're getting so angry about everything, angry at the state of the world, it's the left's fault for being super angry about things. Um, they showed that video of the lady shaking. You know that famous, like, triggered lady? Oh, yeah. When Donald Trump got in or something, I don't know the origins of it, and she's like, ah. And that's on, like, you know, InfoWars use all the time. You know, if someone's someone's having an argument with a lefty online, they'll use that gif. I was like, how are you still using that as an example of the left being angry at things? Like five, six years after that, like you just, there's this kind of inbuilt rage that they, they're projecting with that. Then I got an ad for a bearskin tactical hoodie. Which I thought was interesting. <laughs> it's got like 16 pockets. It's spelled B A E R bearskin right. tactical hoodie. Um, but then I, went into the comments of that and found a guy called Robert Fullone who does his own little YouTube short characters where he puts on like an accent um, about, and it's always about how, how bad the left is. And he just like does like a fat bastard from what's that movie? Austin powers. Yep. And then, you know, Oh, I'm the, I'm in the left and I, I love like grooming kids. Ah. And then he does another one in a different accent. It's really similar. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I guess there's this idea that what they love to do is like make up a character and get mad at it. Yes. But in this yeah. case, they're not even making up the characters. They just be like Austin Powers characters <laughs> and getting mad yeah. at them. Yeah. Um, but like, I guess my, my sort of, you know, as I said, I've read a lot of, I read a lot and I, I watched this kind of long essay and, and really all it boils down to is they're just mad at gay people existing. Right. Yeah. Well, so 
this this don't say gay thing is like not the only sort of legislation that is similar to this happening. Like there's other states that are trying to get this stuff through. And like, I don't know. I've, I said this on a on my 3CR podcast as well. But it's like, if you look at some of the stuff that they're trying to shut down, where they're saying, oh, you know, they're grooming kids and you look at what it actually is and it's like the lesson plan is, today we teach the children compassion and, yeah. and about empathy. And it's like, I don't know, it sort of seems a little uh, evil. That well, that, <laughs> I like. It's the same as what's happening with the critical race theory, right? Mm. The, the thing that doesn't exist, but if they, if they say, hey, white people like did some pretty shitty things, they have a complete meltdown and try and ban teachers and get them fired and everything. Well, it's also the, the critical race theory guy, Christopher Rufo, I think is also quite uh, ingrained in a lot of this as well. Mm. And he is on record. He tweeted, what we're going to do is lie about critical race theory. We're going to make the, the, the brand of basic social justice so toxic by tying it to this thing we're making up that uh, they're not going to be able to do anything. Mm. That tweet's still up. Mm. And when people are like that, when people point out that tweet's still up, he'll fave it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, in seeing them, I think with the critical race thing, you're seeing them, you know, speaking at school board meetings about it and shutting them down and stuff. Mm. And pr- the Proud Boys turn up. Um, and I know we've said this before, America seems to have a problem with just letting anyone into any space to, to spew awful things yeah like you you know imagine it's someone in new zealand or australia going into a a school board meeting and starting to rant about critical race theory you'd be like um we're just going to stop this meeting now until you go this is a strange thing whereas in america it seems to be part of the meetings yeah well they also all have guns so yeah they got the guns but yeah the um i mean the other thing is some of the anti-trans laws that they're looking to bring in so like we've seen a bit of anti-trans culture war happening in Australia during this election campaign where they've tried to turn like women, women's sports into an issue. You know, the big, you know, the big conservative issue of protecting women's sports. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they've all been, uh, they've been doing it for years. But like in the States, the like they started with that, then they do the bathrooms. And then so one of the really annoying things I saw was in some of these articles about Disney stuff is they, they try and make out that anyone who's seeing what's actually going on is like a conspiracy theorist. So they're, they're taking the language of cons- conspiracy that gets used against them when they come up with these ideas like cultural Marxism and just projecting them back onto people. And they're like, you know, they have this conspiracy theory that the Republicans want to, you know, kidnap trans children. It's like they're bringing in laws in Texas where if a kid is trans, a teacher has to report it to children's services. Yes, yeah. Right. They are literally trying to kidnap trans kids and openly admitting it. But, like, the, the start of that is they're saying, oh, you know, we want to stop the medicalization of trans kids, so we don't want them going through hormone therapy because, they, you know, they're not old enough to make that decision, which is sort of problematic because by the time you are, like, old enough to make the decision, it's a little too late. Mm. Uh, if if the decision that you wanted to make was to stop your uh, how puberty is going, yeah. you sort of need to make that early on. And the fact is that uh, trans kids do know what they want. Like the the, the stats on detransitioning are like crazy low. Mm. Anyway, 
this is the where a bunch of cis white dudes probably not the people yeah. talking about that. <laughs> getting, but, we're getting getting into territory that we're we're dangerously ill equipped for. Massively um, for, but the thing is they're like that that's one step of it. And but then the next step is they want to completely knock out all of the social transitioning. So the the fact that kids can who are always well, okay, kids are generally pretty chill about their trans classmates. I understand that's actually not the case. But in a lot of places they are. But they want to stop a kid from being able to say, I am trans at all. And that's all that's all they're doing. They're not going through any sort of medical procedure. They want to stop just them saying they're trans. And the idea is that if you can stop them saying they're trans, eventually they'll just give up this silly idea. And we'll all live in a 1950s utopia. Yeah. Um, I, so on to the, can we move on to the, the images? Um, <laughs> you know, so I actually looked up a couple of them. So you know the one in, uh, it's like, the uh, what is it? So are we talking what about like the, the Little Mermaid when there's dicks in the background and stuff? Yeah, yeah. And because I actually interviewed a guy that was involved. I read an article with a guy that was involved in a lot of those. Mm. Who like worked on mo- you know many of these movies, and he's like, oh yeah, we put a lot of stuff in as jokes. Um, a lot of stuff is just completely not. You know, people are seeing stuff that's not there. Yeah. The one where they're on the train and it's going past a window and there's like a, a TV playing porn. Mm. Do you guys remember that one? It's like the, yeah. one of the mouse ones. It's like the rescue like down under or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And and he's like, yeah, we put that into an earlier edit as a joke. Like it was actually in there, but as a joke for us. And then when it was like remastered or something at some point, <laughs> someone grabbed their wrong edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the And the other one that they've been going on about um, is there was a Target gift card. Have you guys seen this Target gift card? Oh, yeah, I, I did that, say this, but tell us what it was. Um, I, I forget where I read this, but it's, uh, it says, Earlier this week, a photo started circulating on the encrypted messaging app Telegram featuring Mickey and Minnie canoodling on the front of a $100 Target Disney gift card. Mm. In the photo, Minnie is wearing a blue puffed sleeve dress. Yet in the post, which was shared to a conspiracy theorist channel uh, with more than 50,000 followers, they saw something far more sinister. Oh, yeah, I see it. Um <laughs> <laughs> look, look, the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's that clearly looks like Mickey is holding a sex toy. Um, and it's, it's really hard to unsee. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's really, really got uh, <laughs> Um, Yeah, really hard to unsee that one. But, I mean, when you, you do look at it, you know, you can see how they've made that mistake. But, yeah, someone probably should have picked that one up. It's not evidence of anything, though. No. Like, also, I think it's the, it might be evidence of the fact that uh, they don't have all the stuff on the brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this is also so. And I guess what happened now, as a result of this, is shitty news publications like the Sun in the UK pick up these, you know, Disney hiding sex things and scenes stories and start running them again because hmm. yeah. they get easy clicks. Um, and so they did one about the. Um, uh, oh fuck! What is it? I can't remember the name um, of the the movie again. But there's a, it looks like there's one of it's like a mouse that's got a little tail, and uh, a bunch of beads fall. They thread the beads onto his tail, and then when he pulls them off, it looks like uh, anal beads. He's pulling out anal beads, um, and so the and then the sun it says the pair still a bunch of beads in the film, and to avoid getting caught, thread the beads onto Gus's tail. Any sharp-eyed viewer would be forgiven for thinking it looks more like a sex toy, <laughs> and it it doesn't really. 
It just right. looks like exactly what they've made it to be. But again, what kid is watching that and going, ah, maybe I should try that with my same-sex friend? Like, if they didn't already have that thought, that's not going to put that thought in their mind. No. If they did already have that thought, it might solidify it. And maybe it might, you know, open up a nice relationship. Now, speaking of groomers, (laughs) the weird thing about this is that there are a whole bunch of people on the right who are associated with this grooming, like, uh, hysteria who are, like, openly just, Oh, who was that guy that we talked about the other day, uh, Robo? The uh, the salt and pepper guy. Oh, um, salt and pepper. Tate. Like heaps of them are friends with Andrew Tate, who's just been arrested for sex trafficking. Uh, there was if you, one, if you look at, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. going. There, there was like one guy who's like been quite central to this, and he just posted a photo the other day with his friend from Nexium, the literal right. sex grooming cult. It was like, I think it was like the partner of the leader. So someone who's like deeply ingrained in the whole thing. And it's like, one, like mean, one, one post is like, oh, we've got to do something about these groomers. And the next one's like, here I am with like a literal groomer. Yeah. And I mean, you can kind of point out the hypocrisy and all this, you know, starting at, at Donald Trump is the most obvious one and his very, very cozy relationship with Epstein. But in the, the more you sort of look at it from that lens, it's like, oh, the only reason they want to stop this, again, is through absolute hatred for people that aren't straight white people. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Not so good. You know what oh, I say to I'm, him? You know what I say yeah. to him? Knock it off. Hey, put a put a bloody pen in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because no, right. that means you've got to come back to it. Give that a rest, son. Yeah, chuck it out. Wait, no. Wait a minute. Does put a pen in it mean you're coming back to it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was like you got a balloon and you pop it. <laughs> putting a pin in it. Nah, it's like you're putting it on a pin board. Let's put that ah, up there. Okay, well, I need to go back and correct a whole bunch of things. I'm putting it in I've been using that like saying that. a lot. I've been kids fighting. I've been saying, hey, put a pin in it. And they go, all right. Then they fight anyway. later. Yeah, they're going to go back and fight later. Hey, um, while we've been recording this, I've been scrolling through smoking GIFs or GIFs, mm-hmm. trying to find the what I thought was a Willem Dafoe inhaling a joint wide-eyed GIF mm-hmm. or a cigarette wide-eyed I cannot find it for the life that, of me. Is that because you're looking for Matthew McConaughey smoking? No, I found the Matthew McConaughey one. It's not the one I'm thinking of. I think I've been Mandela'd. Oh, shit. I'm now in a universe where this, the, the gift that I have used before, I know I've used it on the internet, doesn't exist. So there is doesn't. Willem Dafoe, not a gift, but there's a, you know, Willem Dafoe smoking a cigarette, holding two oranges. No, not that one. One of them's moldy? No. Nah. Worryingly, when you search for Willem Dafoe smoking, it also comes up with Elon Musk smoking. Oh, they've, yeah, uh, they've, they deep faked Willem Dafoe's face onto him. So, yeah, I don't know. If anyone knows the gif I'm talking about it, please add us at the Hypothopod because. Also, I'm Elon Musk. sure that it exists. Elon Musk did like a tweet about Gislaine Maxwell. Okay. Uh, but, like, uh, I guess trying to do like a meme thing, like memeing on her. Yeah. And because I guess the. The, the meme is that, you know, if you talk about Gisley Maxwell, you know, they'll, they'll knock you off. Yeah. But Elon, like, I get, it's sort of hard to tell, like, what someone with that many followers and so that many notifications, how much of the discourse around them is getting back to them. Because he, he can't be in his ats <clears throat> looking at what people are sending him. No. Nah. Like, mm-hmm. it would just be this constant stream of content. You would never be able to, you know, pick anything out. So, does he know that 
probably the most famous photograph of him is him standing with Gislaine Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. So I was reading about this the other day because um, right now on Reddit uh, Conspiracy, it's all pro-Musk stuff, Yeah, which is fucking bizarre. Um, but, yeah, the, the explanation for that is that she photobombed him at a party and she like, he didn't even know she was there, which is probably a reasonable explanation given how it looks. But, yeah, that's his, that's his explanation. Yeah, right. But also, like, he doesn't give a shit about any of that. He's just doing it to to get the edgy fucking right-wing fuckwits on his side, right? Yeah. He doesn't actually care about anything but his company and making money. Or, no. But some reason well, he seems to... <laughs> doesn't tr- seem to really care about making money either. No, he seems to be trying to appeal to, like, I would say 18-year-old, 16-year-old right-wing teens on 4chan, but it's, you know, these guys are adults now. <laughs> <laughs> like these people in their sixties, uh, but yeah, that's kind of yeah. That seems to be the only reason by, behind a lot of this right now. So yeah. Anyway, uh, more about that in the news, probably. If that's grooming, we've had it. Mm. Well, because it's not grooming, but anyway. <laughs> um. Just yeah. This is a real shitty, shitty thing happening, and it sucks. Yeah. And it sucks that the QAnon world is just bleeding into literal politics discourse. And give it about two or three years max before uh, it's going to be an election issue in Australia. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, that's the show, Uh, people. You can find us at Hypothopod on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We are on Patreon. Thank you to Tammy, our Cooked $33 sponsor. Thank you. Robbo, where can they find you, mate, besides the bar behind the bar at Shortjaw? That's probably the only place you can find me at the moment. Uh, But at Shortjaw... On all the socials, um, shortjaw.co.nz, if you're, um, or shortjaw.com, we'll redirect you there. Um, that's about all I'm about at the moment. Salty, Salty. Where, where can we get you, matey? Uh, at Saltmarsh on Twitter and The Salt on Twitch. And you can get me at Sexenheimer on Twitter and uh, check out my other podcasts, Gather Around Me and Yeah Na Passaran. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Don't worry. About a thing Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians I said don't worry About a thing Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia. I said, don't worry about a thing. I accept. You can definitely hear John Lennon say, I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever. Ooh, don't worry about a thing. Except not only did Bush do 9 11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which. Let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?